You're listening to Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Eye on the Ball. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez, and you're listening to 1030 The Voice. It's Friday. It seems like a long week. I don't know if you feel that. I was just going to say that because... It did feel like a long week. I mean, Monday feels like so far ago, mm-hmm. long ago. It's like, yeah. Could I, you even I, remember who we had on the on the? We had Hiki. A- Ashley Adamson was on Monday. Okay, okay. But I had to think about that. It was on the way, and I'm thinking, okay, who did we have on Monday? It was Ashley Adamson from the Pac-12 Network? She, she did great. a great job. Gave yeah. us a lot of insight. You were gone on Tuesday, right? And we had right. Todd Walsh, yeah, who's working. Who, yeah, who's working tonight. The Diamondbacks game is about to get started. Uh, Hiki on Wednesday, and then uh, we had uh, Gallus yesterday. The FC Tucson that's soccer right. coach. That's right. And but it, this week just dragged, and I don't it know did. why. Yeah, it seems like some kind of cool news for us. Uh, Wilner, who's a regular kind of guest every now and again, quoted the the show. Right, we find out that John listens to our podcast poor, because for him, yeah, so he he listened to it and got some, uh, you know, some of the information from Dave Hickey. There was also a video conference call, a video conference with uh, the Washington State athletic director, and he used those two things to put together a story that essentially said the Pac-12 is doing everything they can to not have to play in the spring. Right. And that pr- pretty much, I, I think we kind of knew that. And, right. and Dave, Dave did say that. He said they've got, you know, they've got the, the, the Pac, the spring scenario, as he put it, on the shelf, but that they're going to do everything they possibly can to get football done in the in the fall. Could you imagine that shelf comes September, uh, comes uh, the spring, if it does happen because of, for even for the TV people. Right. Where are you going to fit all these games in to watch well, there, and that's been a big part of the discussion. Is that where even right now, where's everything going to go with baseball, the NBA? Mm-hmm. You're going to have NFL, the NFL starting in you know in in a, in a month and a half. Where's it all going to fit? And and uh, the one that's stuck in there is the NBA because normally the, the NBA is normally done by June. So you know who knows, but um, if all that stuff. Spills into the spring. Look, the NFL's playing. I, they're, right, they're clearly right, going to play. In right. fact, there's some there's some news on that today, right? With, with the CBA that they uh, that they agreed to, which I didn't know that was still in play. There were still hoops to get through, and they <laughs> finally they got it approved. They got through, and and I do remember, you know, a week or two ago that there was some um, a very concerted effort by the players to tell the NFL, you guys got to figure out. The, the COVID protocols because it looked like they hadn't, mm-hmm. and people have been going, "What the heck has the NFL been doing if this isn't done?" Right, right, right. The most important issue. It's funny we're talking about the spring when we have to get through tomorrow because, <laughs> because it's it's a tomorrow and then tomorrow right. and then tomorrow. Right. Maybe that's why the week goes so slow. It's funny because we we leave the show at seven, right? Right. And the show goes like boom, it's over. We get here, we get ready, boom, and it's over. But the week itself is like okay, yeah. Yeah, you know, getting get to the day, through the day and getting to this stuff. And there's just, the thing is, you know, in order for us to, you know, to have a good show, I mean, we got to keep our eye on, as we say, our eye on the ball. We're right, just right. keeping an eye on stuff going on all day. And, you know, I, I, I've got other work to do. You've got other work yeah. to do. You know, we're, this isn't our full-time job. And, you know, I'm constantly, you know, I'm in front of my computer and I'm doing stuff and I'm writing and doing things. But then I've got one eye on Twitter and all the other news services that I follow and, you know, taking notes. And I, I just, I just open up a Word document every day and I just 
Hammer out some notes. Just jot down some notes about yeah. what, you know, stuff that we've got to talk about so that people know, you know, the way I've always taken radio shows is that I want them to be my eyes and ears. Sure, you sure. Know? I mean, sure, I will go out and get my own information, but I also want to know what other people are thinking. And what they want to hear. In fact, if you want to call us, please do 790-2040. We don't have a guest today, maybe in part because we want to kind of freewheel this, maybe, right. and have some calls uh, coming in. Uh, did, did you see uh, the uh, Pima uh, situation with yeah, sports? Yeah, you know, and, and I, I think we you know we knew that one was coming with uh, the, the, the National Junior College Athletic Association announcing a week or two ago that you know they thought or they wanted sports to move into the spring and they they are and and that's you know that's what they, that's what they have to do and again we've talked about this it's mm-hmm. you know it's a matter of resources if you don't have the resources that you need to do all the testing and everything else you need to do then you can't play did you push it back and yeah. you know the jc's and the high that's why i still don't understand how they're going to do it in, in, in the high, high schools, schools right. at the high school i level. think something's going to change her sometime soon well, they're they've dug their heels in, you know, to to have football and the other sports here in the fall. But I, I'm I'm in agreement with you. At some point, you got to realize we don't we're not going to have what it takes to get sports done in the fall. Especially if they start to play, whether in practice or in games, and say we have kids getting sick. You know, I I, I, I don't know. I just don't know how they're going to pull it off. I mean, it it's it's it's. Again, it's tough on the colleges that who have mm-hmm. way more money to do this, right? You know, I, I know I wanted to ask Hiki this. Uh, maybe you know this just off the top of your head. These tests aren't cheap, I'm assuming. And if you do these once, twice, three times a week, where's that money coming? Where's from? the money coming from? Exactly, where is it coming from? And <clears throat> on programs that don't have any money. Well, <clears throat> and when you think about the whole reason that the Pac-12 is not playing non-conference games is because they don't think that the other schools that they're going to play have the resources to do the level of testing and have the the level of 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 you know care that they're going to have let me ask you this because i i would think i was driving into the show yesterday and i'm driving so i'm a uh, team x and i'm driving in i play team y which is i'm x and you're y and do you give the test before the Saturday game, we give it once or twice or three times. How do you know that those tests are accurate? One and two, if if they're kind of well, our best guy has right. it, but but we need our best guy, right? Well, and that and that's the whole thing, and that's I guess that's what what everybody's waiting to see what's going to go what's going going to go on in the pro sports because there's lag time. Be, you may take a test. Mm-hmm. Monday. Monday. Okay. You get a negative result on Wednesday. All right. But then they're going to test you again before Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right. But in that interim between you've had, a, you've had a negative test, but you take another test. And before that test result comes out, you could get it mm-hmm. and not know it. Right. So then the test result comes out and that's negative because when you tested, it was negative. But now you do have it. <laughs> I, I, Who's on first? Who, somebody on way first? smarter Who's than us has to figure that that's, out. That's unbelievable because it, it's it's a day to day thing. It is a day to day thing, and and I guess you know what they're saying is that that level of risk is acceptable. Mm-hmm. That if you've been tested a couple of times, don't have it, 
the likelihood that you are going to get it or have it is low. Very low, especially if they're in that bubble. Right. Like it, the NBA guy today, didn't he leave? Someone left today. So Someone came in, someone came out. It's kind of like... Well, Zion a, Williamson came back because yeah, he had back. to leave for a family emergency. Right. Way back on the 16th of July, you know, he's been tested now and done whatever testing had to take place, and he's back. Do you want to... We'll go to that in a minute. You want to talk about golf real quick? I know you follow that. Yeah, real quick, before before we go to break, Michael Thompson. uh, Everybody should know Michael Thompson, Tucson guy, went to University High, went went and played golf at Tulane, um, left there because they shut down their program and so ended up at Alabama. He's been on the Pro Tour for, uh, I think, going close to 10 years, maybe even longer. He has one PGA Tour win, but he's in the lead. He's in the lead at the 3M Open uh, going into the weekend. So, you know, hopefully we get a Tucson guy up there who, you know, has a shot at winning the tournament. He's after his second pro win. So he's made a de- decent amount of money. He's made, I went back and looked at his record. He's made over $9 million bucks. So it's not like he's had a shabby... Um, a shabby career, but uh, uh, so he's in the lead. Uh, Ted Purdy and Ricky Barnes and Ted, who was on our show mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, both qualified for the tournament. Neither one of those guys made the cut, but you know they'll keep plugging away. But uh, yeah, Michael Thompson, uh, University High guy. So we'll, we'll see if he's. Uh, it's hard to believe he's thirty five years old. I feel like we just found out that he was on the pro tour, right? And it turns out he's been on for over a decade, and he's thirty five years How old. How much has he made? Do you know? He's made a lo- lo- little over nine mil. So he's, oh. he's had a good career. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, he's, I'm he, looking for nine bucks today. <laughs> <laughs> he's easy. Right, $9.2 million are his career I'll take the earnings. point two. I'll take the that's point not two. A, not, not a bad job, you know, to have him playing golf. So there yeah, you go. Yeah. Let's uh, take a quick break. We'll talk more about sports here on the other side, here on 1030 The Voice. It's those guys from Tucson Appliance Company, the best appliance company in Tucson. For the month of July, we're going to donate 2% of our sales to a local charity from in-stock purchases. Come shop at our store and work with our amazing sales team. Dustin, David, Brian, Alex, Jermaine, and Peter. You can choose from a list of local charities for us to donate to. The only way we can give back is if you shop local. Only at Tucson Appliance, where our low price is your priority. For 70 years, Benjamin Supply has been keeping Tucson flowing. Hygiene is our business. We help you achieve extreme clean. Minimize germ spreading with a hands-free sensor faucet. Forget the paper panic with a washlet seat. And speaking of waterworks, a big thanks to plumbers for their essential efforts during this health crisis. Shop our downtown showroom by appointment. Call us at 777-7000 or see all the products online at BenjaminSupply.com. Thanks to Benjamin Plumbing Supply. Camille Rivas Rutherford with Coldwell Banker Realty has been one of the top producing real estate agents in Tucson, Oro Valley, Marana, and Vail for more than 20 years. Let her help you find your dream home in Southern Arizona. Her passion and enthusiasm for real estate has helped her become one of the most respected and trusted realtors in the area. And she was recently named a recipient of Coldwell Banker's 2019 International President Circle Award. Camille's approach to sales and marketing and selling or buying a home is second to none. Give her a call at 520-250-5192. Go local. Make the switch. At Hughes Federal Credit Union, we offer customized solutions and get you what you need faster. Like our quick and easy credit cards and auto loans. All done online from start to finish. Save time using mobile banking, bill pay, mobile deposit, and mobile pay with just a few clicks. Live large accessing 30,000 plus surcharge free ATMs and free debit card choices. Make the switch to Hughes today. Visit HughesFCU.org slash switch. Certain restrictions apply insured by NCUA. 
Hey, welcome back to Wine the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside my co-host Jay Gonzalez. Talking kind of sports, if you want to call in, please do 790-2040. If you have any thoughts on anything we talk about or anything you want us to talk about regarding U of A or Pima or anything local, that'd be great. Even national if you like. I know that that Jay was uh, kind of like in his seventh heaven about uh, 10 o'clock. What time did that game in? Last night, I was a, a little after 10. It was an 8-1 to game. They, you were good to go from the fifth on, they, probably. They, yeah, they smoked them. It was it was great. I mean, it was it was a little worrisome because it took a while for the bats to get going, but the, the you know, Dodgers started ripping them, and anytime they beat the Giants, it's a good thing. Okay, so you know I'm not a big baseball fan anymore, a Dodger fan for sure, not ever. Uh, but <laughs> I, I'm figuring I'm figuring the Dodgers, I, I, didn't under, I didn't know this. This may be the best roster they've had in a long time it it could be i mean they you know you you look at their lineup and they just they're just loaded uh, all up and down the lineup and then there's there's some guys pl- on the roster you know on the team that aren't even playing like you know i i drafted a chris taylor in my on my on my team you know guy plays every position plays all the infield positions plays plays outfield and he didn't even play last night you know and and so and then they you know they've got the pitching they've got uh, they're they're well put together and mm-hmm. you know Mookie Betts now is you know is 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 signed for you know a dozen years and guys like you know Cody Bellinger who had an incredible year last year so now they're 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 set up i mean it's you know you still got to go out there and you still got to play the games and you still got to win the games and get into the playoffs and you know they haven't won a world series with all this talent that they've had over the last several years I was surprised to learn that they've won the National League West eight years in a row. Right, right, right. No, they've been I solid. Didn't, I didn't even know that. That's that's kind of like you know getting the date from the, the the cute girl and eventually start telling you yes, and then when you show up at the door, oh, sorry, I can't go <laughs> because exactly. you guys have been just dis- disappointed eight years. Yeah, but you know it it it, it, it it'll happen. I mean, how many <laughs> how many times did the Braves win the win their division right, and right. they won one World Series out of all of those? You could you know? be Buffalo build. Yeah, you could be Buffalo. Build. I know, and there have been so many heartbreakers over the last few years. You know, they went to a game seven against the Astros, and we found out those guys have been cheating all along. So, you know, oh, get the Kleenex, Tom. Yeah. Here we go. So, so no, no. I was going to ask you. So, they're very good, obviously, and I didn't know how good they were. But do you think that the sixty-game schedule favors them? I think it does. Uh, you know, I, I I asked that uh, I asked that of Todd Walsh, and it really his opinion, and I kind of agree, is that doesn't really favor anybody because what you have to do is you've got to just go out you you can't have a bad stretch no and, 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 that, and that's the key to for it bad and ba- you know when, when you you know when when you think about it uh you know it through mid-may of last year which would have been probably 40 games or so um you know the the washington nationals were one of the worst teams in baseball yeah yeah no and I then they that. came back and won the world series so right. you know you can't do that and so I, I, I'm I, maybe maybe it favors the the teams with a lot of veterans. You know, I, I was again when I was listening to the Dodgers Giants game last night. The Giants they've got twenty thirty man rosters right now. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's going to drop down until they eventually get to twenty six. But in the thirty man roster, fifteen of them are, weren't on the team last year, mm-hmm. or either weren't on the team or weren't on the <clears throat> on the opening day roster last year. I guess a team like that is probably, I, I don't want to say at a disadvantage, but it's going to be a little tougher for them just because they don't. Know. They, there's a break-in period for a team like sure, that. Where sure. you, when you've got a team loaded with veteran guys like the Dodgers, you know, they're ready to go. And they, they've, they've been through it and they understand it. So let me apply that logic 
to the Arizona ben, men's basketball team coming up. Right. It's the same difference. Well, and we've and 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 that's what we've seen over the last several it's years. It's hard. It's you know, very difficult to get it, them to it, go right right when away. When you're when you're breaking in new guys, a bunch of new guys, right. and, um, you know, the majority of your lineup, let's say your seven or eight man rotation weren't on the team last year. Mm-hmm. It is hard, and and yeah, you're going to lose some games that you shouldn't. But you know, with, with Arizona basketball, the thing is that that's what the con- non-conference season is for. Sure. And so you're, you know, you get to the conference season, you feel like, okay, these guys should be ready to go, and they should be able to go. Now, if there's not a non-conference season this year, you've got six guys who aren't even in the country or haven't even right. been in the country, right. and you're trying to break those guys in on games that really matter. What kind of situation is that going to create for them? No question. And your and your thoughts of we got to go from day one to the end full bore because you have no room for messing up. Right, you do have no room for messing up. But I did see somebody sent me uh, uh, a text, uh, not a text, a, a tweet that came out uh, earlier today it was about uh, uh, Kerr Kreisa, the kid from uh, he's playing on the Estonia national team in a game with Lithuania, and it's a. Uh, uh, I think it's a professional, not the professional, but a high-level yeah, junior team. Sure. He was he scored twenty six points with seven assists and shot eight of twelve from three. Okay, so he had a, <laughs> so he had a good day. <laughs> so he had a good day. Uh, when he shows up at Arizona, he should have at least twenty good days. Yeah. So oh, he's on the Estonian national team, and and then he played against you know, I guess against it says. Against high level pros, so it might have been some sort of a exhibition yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's no question. Somebody said, "Is eight of twelve from three good?" <laughs> <laughs> is that sarcasm? You know, there's a chance that I might not be able to hit the rim eight times yeah. from three point range. Right, right. So, well, that's why they, these guys are good. Yeah. Right? So you know, clearly, you know, look, Sean Sean Miller's been a, go- a good evaluator of talent. Mm-hmm. The problem has been that the talent hasn't come together to get him to the promised land. Sure. And and that's really. And maybe that's that's why people feel like you know he's got to get going because it appears he's had the talent, mm-hmm. but they haven't gotten to a final four. And they've had three shots at it. You you if you read the press clippings, yes, he has the talent to do it. He those press clippings may be wrong or a little overinflated, right? Uh, and we know we're in the business, right? At times that happens, right? We misevaluate or we write about stuff that uh, that people tell us that's not not necessarily true, but it's just a bad evaluation. Right. Well, and here's the deal: you, look, and and I've been I, I think I was critical a bit of the of last year's freshmen. You know, Nico Mannion, Josh Green, and and not so in much what, in what way? Just that they weren't as good as we expected them to be. You know, th- that there was this. You know, they were five stars. Sure. They were supposed sure. to. They were supposed to be. Ready to go, ready to play, ready to make an impact. They were good, right. but they weren't great. They, I totally agree okay, with you. Okay, they were totally good. Agree. They weren't great. They, they went through a lot of struggles. I, I kind of agree with with uh, Jamal Baker when what he said uh, yesterday on his news conference that towards the end of the season they seemed to be, you know, kind of I wouldn't say peaking, but they were clearly playing some of their best bas- basketball. And a lot of things could have. Could have happened, you know. The one thing with them, though, they were inconsistent. Right. They'd come play well and then not so well. And that's the point about when you have kids like that and you're relying on them to give you consistency and bring it every day and play well every day. Because Nico had some great games. Sure. Sure, and, sure. But he had some really horrible games, well, well, too. I, I like that because that's where I want to go with this. The kid who just had a good game, right. Kirk, Christian. Okay, you had a good game on Tuesday. 
Make sure you, you have it. Do a, the next what game? are you going to do? You're as good as your last haircut, right? Especially in the college game, right? And that and that's what, like, I, I mean, I can you imagine if those three guys had stayed and what pe- how what people would be saying about oh, Arizona it, basketball be right now? It'd be bonkers. You know, they'd be saying, yeah. okay, these guys, these three guys, you know, could have been you know NBA NBA first round draft picks, but they stayed, right? To get, and I think all three of them. Needed another year of college basketball. Oh, no question, no question. You know, and and they're and they're all, all three of them are dropping in the draft uh, in the draft projections. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All three of them are considered first round picks. Now, you know, uh, you know, there's only one. Green, you know, Green and 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 Mannion aren't considered first round draft picks anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's it's it, it's it's interesting to see what happens with those guys. But somebody thinks they're really good. And they're going to get their shot. Oh, in the all NBA. it takes is one, right? And all it takes yeah. is one. The funny thing about it is, okay, so they come back, and Arizona's really good, and then you're hoping NCAA. What yeah. are they going to do? Right. Wait, wait, we know, and we saw two years ago when they got you know steamrolled by Buffalo in the right. first round right. with the best player in college basketball two other, on the team with Trier and Alkins on the roster yeah. as well. Right. So you know, you never know. But that's why I, I feel I feel kind of. Hopeful for the for the for the team that they have now because I feel like none of those guys have a foot out the door and ready oh, to sure, leave sure, after sure. the first year. But let me say, you've been here a long time. Obviously, you're a native. I've covered them for thirty some years. Um, we have just a minute left. When was the last time you were not hopeful? That's never happened. No, it's, it's yeah. It's yeah. That's my no. point. Is everybody here in this town? Loves this team because right. there's always hope. There's always hope, and they have high hope. Well, and and it's great that Arizona's got a program that gives you that kind of hope because there are some teams that have no hope. So, <laughs> right. so kind of like my you know, career. Right. So yeah, it's it's great to have a team and 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 have that. But you know, you get to the end of the year and they haven't gotten where you would expect. You right. Know, right. With that hope comes high expectations, mm-hmm. and if they don't get there. Now you're disappointed for six months before they come back and play. Uh, well, and I think that's happened maybe the last five years, two or three times. Right. Where right. you just said, oh, this team's not very good. Yeah. And you'd hope they were good, but they're not. Right. Yeah. Hey, let's take our, our second break here on 1030 The Voice. Talk more sports on the other side. Time to update those old kitchen cabinets? Call the Window Depot today. The Window Depot is not only the number one warehouse for windows and doors, we now have a great selection of kitchen and bath cabinets at Tucson's best prices. The Window Depot is Tucson's top spot for granite and quartz countertops to finish the new kitchen or the replacement of that old worn out Formica. So call us today at 290-8545 or 622-6430. The Window Depot, windows, doors, granite, and new kitchens. Being named the 2020 El Tour de Tucson dedication recipient was such an honor. I have been a part of El Tour in the past, and I know about some of these amazing names that have been dedication recipients in the past, but it was an honor to be chosen for that, not only for me, but for my organization that supports people with disabilities. I've met so many people through the riding and through El Tour that are now some of my closest and dearest friends. One of the things that makes El Tour, you know, so safe and, and um, so well ran is all the law enforcement that gets involved blocking up the roads. My favorite part of the course on the newer course was the backside of Pistol Hill. I think what's amazing about El Tour is there's something for everyone's ability level. It includes the opportunity to be out there. You can even do a one miler. You can do something at home if you're limited to being indoors. That's what's great about it is all abilities are encouraged. It's very inclusive. 
Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside co-host Jay Gonzalez. So we always get, uh, instead of calls, we get a lot of tweets or right. messages. Or I got a couple for you. Uh, someone who is, uh, just Facebook messaged me, uh, what the economic impact will be if Arizona does not play football? Their their budget is like eighty million, I think. In that ballpark, yeah. Uh, I don't think it, you can register it right now. I I don't know what it is. Well, but it's huge. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I believe last year Arizona's football uh, revenue was fifty seven million dollars. Mm -hmm. I, I I think I saw that number somewhere. So we're talking probably, you know, two thirds of it is is related to football. Mm -hmm. That's what. That's why there's this. This urgency to play football—it's—it's it's a huge impact, and and we're not talking about just the people, you know, just you know the revenue that goes into the athletic department. We're talking about jobs. Yeah, we're talking about uh, you know all kinds of stuff. Sure. We're talking about my well-being. Okay, mm -hmm. my well-being. If there's no college football, I'm in big trouble because of because you love the game. Yeah. Well, let me ask you: Do you think there are more people like you than not like you? Not in Tucson, but. <laughs> no, no, but there's but, fans but like you across, just... the, across the country. I mean, uh, again, and we've talked about this. Is let's not underestimate the importance of sports to us as a sure. society. Sure. It's therapeutic. Okay, it, it's therapeutic. You know, it, it keeps it keeps people engaged in stuff. Um, you know, it, during football season, you know, I'm looking. For, I look forward to Wednesday. Because then I, I get to the middle of the week, and then I can start looking forward to Saturday. Mm -hmm. And it and, and it honestly does help my approach to my daily life. And and I don't I don't want to overstate it, but you know when I when I've got a college football game at the end of the week, whether it's a home game or a road game, you know I'm motivated all week long. Are oh, you already mapped out of what you're going to watch? Yeah, you know, and you know by when Arizona isn't playing, when they've got a bye week, <laughs> the, those weeks drag. They drag for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's a second question. What if there's a lost season for students? Uh, do they automatically get another year back? We saw this year that they do get. They, I don't know if they automatically moving forward. Right. But they're getting their senior year back. Right. And 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 I think uh, if we saw um, some. Oh no. It, it would have been at the at the junior college level that if they say if there's no sports you keep your eligibility or something like that. Mm -hmm. Certainly. Everybody's got their eye on that. You know, if there's no college football season, do those guys get mm -hmm. to get to have another year if they want it? Again, let's remember they have you know, lives too. Yeah, and but let's remember some of those guys who are going to be, you know, who are right now seen as number one draft picks. They're not coming back. Right. In fact, if there's spring, if the football season moves to the spring, they're not. Coming I doubt back. they're going to play. Sure. And you're talking about the Clemson quarterback, right? And the Ohio State person. quarterback, right. and some of those guys. So. You know, all of that gets thrown in, but yeah, I, I think I think the NCAA and, and and all the conferences have been pretty steady on that. Is to is to make sure that these kids who are, you know, suffering through this and losing uh, eligibility and stuff like this through no fault of their own, mm -hmm. they're giving them if they want if they want it the chance to come back and play. The one problem with that is that it's costing. Colleges a lot of money, right, it half is. a million dollars. I think to re scholarship, re food, redo everything. Right. Yeah. No, it it, it will. It, it absolutely will. But you know, uh, look if if it's that they'll find the money. They'll get it sure. from somewhere. Sure. Yeah. I think we saw that. Uh, sure. Um, um, 
Roy Williams at at yeah. uh, at North Carolina. He donated money for that six hundred thousand six hundred thousand yeah. dollars for that's, know, ten, to, to that's fund, ten bucks to you and me <laughs> <laughs> to fund the scholarships for you know for the students who you know who mm-hmm. were getting a year back right and so you know good for them and you, you you'd like to think that there'd be other people who would do that yeah no question so can i give you some bad news uh although you already know if i give this news to you uh because we're we're what 24th we should know definitely whether they're going to play by by august 24th so Michigan State's entire right. football team is now in quarantine right i think we're going to see more of that Kind of, then less of that. Well, that's the scary part. Because the, the scary part of that is that they haven't even started practicing. Right. They're not right. hitting each other or right. anything. Now, it was it was it was two player positive tests and, and one cu- staff a member. Of, yeah. Okay. And so they just said, let you want know let's shut it down. And maybe they're just being overly cautious. Let's say that happened during practice. You know, once camp starts. Yeah. They might just separate those guys and keep an eye out on everybody else. You know, the 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 timing of this is that they'll be the 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 team will be able to come out of quarantine in time for camp to start. So it seems to me that what they did was let's do this so that we can be ready when camp Which starts. is a great idea. I think that more teams should, probably should do that. Yeah. Uh, Arizona is not they're, they're still not bringing anybody new in. Yeah, they haven't they haven't but added they had, added any more. They had 80 something 83 people, yeah, 83 so much, football players. So pretty much everybody. I, I would imagine they're going to they're you know, they're going their players are in all the sports are going to be coming back relatively soon. Right, right, right. Let's go back to the, the we talked about this maybe 2 weeks ago, a week ago, Notre Dame and the Independents trying to find spots to play because there's no spots to play. Well, you know, they lost uh, they lost a bunch of non-conference games. They lost mm-hmm. three big non-conference games. Yeah, BYU as well, but let's talk about Notre Dame. Yeah, so Notre Dame had lost uh, Wisconsin, Stanford and USC. USC there's right. that's three big giant holes in their schedule. And now for for those who don't know, they've got a they've got an agreement with the ACC and they play six ACC games a year. And then their other six games are, you know, various opponents. Mm-hmm. They played ASU a couple of years ago. So they lost three of those games. <clears throat> so what's out on the table now is that Notre Dame would play this year a full ACC schedule, which is eight games, and then they probably keep two non-conference games. So, you know, again, if they're looking for games, I, I thought way back then that the most likely place they'd go get those games would be out of the ACC, and it looks mm-hmm. like that's what's about to happen. It's logical. Yeah. It's logical. But, you know, the like everybody else, the ACC is going to, you know, they're going to be announcing what they're going to be doing, but the Big 12 just said, uh, day be- yesterday or the day before, they're not going to announce what they're doing until after the 1st of August, you know, where the Pac-12 has said we're going to get their schedule on July 31st. It looks like, you know, the, the Big 12 is saying, well, you know, we're going to wait a little longer. So I don't know what we're going to get. I think these schedules are going to come out. I think, sure. I think they're going to have fall schedules, and the plan is going to be to play in the fall. So um, I think they're going to get going. and. Let's see how long it lasts. Right, right. Not to be the Grim Reaper as, us- as usually I am. So uh, some more weird news, but um, I'm going to ask you this. It's uh, July 24th, 25th, uh, 24th. Uh, do you believe much in the bracketology guy, Lunardi, in this, at this time of year or any time of year? Um, 
I don't really start paying attention to that till well into conference season. Neither do neither do I. Because I think for the most part, those things are are done based on reputation and not yeah, on who they have. Right. what's on the court. So Arizona's reputation right now is they're a nine seed in the South, I think. Uh, one of five teams from the Pac-12. Nine seed. Uh, I think based on what we know, that's, you know. But I think there's a big range of what Arizona could be. I mean, I'd like to think that, um, you know, anywhere between a five and a nine is probably is realistic. legit. Uh you know, again, they didn't show very well last year. Again, we can all say, well, they, they were playing well at the end of the year and they were going to do well. Who knows? But again, the team has flipped over again. So somebody says they're a nine seed. I'm like, fine. It doesn't even really matter. Um, but I, I don't start paying attention to that stuff until you actually start, and not even with non-conference games. I mean, right. I, I, you know, several weeks into the into the conference season before yeah. I start looking at, okay, you know, what what kind of seed are we talking about, and where you know where are you going to wind up? Those kinds of things. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. It's what you know today doesn't mean what you'll know in eight months from now or whatever months. Yeah, hey, look, those guys need something to do, right? <laughs> and we're <laughs> just talking like, about just like we all do. And I'm talking, you yeah, know, I mean, I'm we've been sitting here talking about. I mean, I threw out my six and six uh, U of A record a month ago so you know yeah the, a, a way too early forecast but we needed something to do you know right, and right. so um and that you know i don't have i don't have any issues with that let people you know generate their uh right you know I, their, their conversation i think though if arizona is like a one or a two everybody we talk about oh we're gonna be great next well yeah of course if it's good news we're, then <laughs> I, if it's good news well now it matters right 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 no no real this kind of realistic news uh let's talk about uh, something else yeah yeah let's let, let's move on they, that's not a big deal but again if 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 they had come out and said arizona's a one or two i'd go are you not Right, you know, because because right. certainly they're not that, but they could be by the end of the year. Right, you know, because right. who knows how these guys are going to come together. So in the last in the last five years, they're kind of just uh, shooting the breeze here. Five years, uh, who have been your favorite players? You get a front row seat on the bottom, and I know you've had some favorite oh, wow. players uh, in terms of whatever personality. Just good. Last whatever. five U of A basketball. Last five years Just of U of A basketball. Give me top two or three. <clears throat> well, I, 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 TJ been, uh, he's, he's, been on the past. he's right on the I'll edge, right? He's there. He's everybody's okay, guy. you give me TJ. I'll, I'll take TJ and I'll take Nick, Nick Johnson. Okay. Okay. Give me a third. Um, well, uh, DeAndre Ayton. I mean, the guy was a beast. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I, ju- I just, oh. I, 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 I had a, I mean, in terms of just, uh, a dominating ball player. I mean, we Arizona hasn't had a guy like that. Yeah, okay. so uh, all for different reasons, right? Right. Yeah, those three. But for all for you know, reasons. it bothered me that when they were in the Bahamas, he, you know, he went and talked to some kids, and he said, "Yeah, I'm out of here." You know, and then they went and lost three games in right, the Bahamas. Right. And I'm like, "Well, now we know where his head's at. It's certainly right. not on the basketball court." But you know, that's funny the, you the say way, that. The way he dominated the Pac-12 tournament that year. Um, was was great to watch, and you know, and I mean, he set all kinds of records, and he was, you know, he was as good a player as I think Arizona has had. Uh, it's particularly in that position. Yeah. So you picked it all three or the three for probably different reasons. Uh, TJ, lovable, just likeable, a lovable guy, good player, did the work. 
Johnson probably almost for the same reasons. Yeah, and, and you just liked him because you could tell he was a team player. He was working hard. Yeah. You just wish he was about three inches taller. And then, uh, obviously, DeAndre Ayton, uh, who, who was just out of this world. Born with everything. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because Dusan Ristic just signed with an Italian team after playing in his kind of home country. He, he was one of mine. Yeah. He could probably top five because, you know, Tucson Dusan was just a lovable guy. He loved being in Tucson. He was like, you know, in heaven. Yeah. And just one of those guys that, that I don't know, you kind of, you like kind of just really, really liked him. When, I, I did like him a lot. But one of the things that was so hard to watch about him was how little defense he could play. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, we're, we're sitting, you know, we would be sitting, sitting there, what, you know, doing the games. And he's in the game. I'm like, will somebody please throw him the ball? The guy scores every time he gets the ball right. six feet from the basket. He does. He Give does. him the dang ball. Yeah. But when you go to the other side, will somebody help him out, please? <laughs> <laughs> was he already down the court yet? Because sometimes he you wasn't know, down the court. You yet. know, it's just you know, when he was in there, and you just thought, okay, you know, they're going to start throwing the ball in the middle, and you you just hope that that they can survive. You know, during this time that he's in, but a very likable guy. I, I, I liked him a lot. Um, he, he was fun to watch. I try to reach out to him when when you came up, and I still kind of talk to him on uh, on Facebook and all that. But because, but he's back home and he's got a huge hour difference, and he doesn't. They can't. He can't call us because he's got WhatsApp. He can't. There's the only way oh. he can read it, so we can't get in. But one of the great guys, what I always remember about him, and you probably saw this because you were right there. Uh, he had the ball at the top of the key. Arizona had this big lead, and and Sean's saying, "Don't shoot," and he shoots the three. Right. And you say, "No, no, no," and he said, "Shaking it," and he, then he and, makes and it. And he drains it. And then he makes it. And Sean's like, "Say what did I you re- just do?" I remember that <laughs> shot because we all did the same thing. We said, "No, no, no," and then it went in. Yeah. And then we're all looking to Sean to see. <laughs> right. is he going to yank him? Is he going to leave him? And what's he, like, what's he going to do? He gave his eyes to the hissy like, what the heck did you yeah, just do? I, I, d- I did like him. Um, oh God, I'm trying to think who else in, in that uh, in that time frame. I, li- uh, I, I liked uh, um, the little guard, um, Parker Jackson Carver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him a lot because, mm-hmm. again, a, a kid who was just didn't have the physical... He was yeah. he wasn't tall enough. He wasn't right. big enough. You know, he wasn't strong enough. But you just felt like he really worked hard and he really wanted to win. Right, right. What about Roundy Hollis? He's kind of like he was over fun. The couch. Yeah. He was fun to watch. Yeah, but the three I think the three you gave were pretty good for all different reasons. You yeah. know, you have uh, Dusan was kind of like that guy. You just he was good. He's good to talk yeah. to. Kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and he came a long way. He had no English, he no English, and he, right. and he played well. Hey, we're already way over the break. It goes fast when you're talking about sports here on Ten Thirty Divorce. We come back for our last last segment. These days, most families are concerned with having the right insurance coverage. Protecting your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions can be challenging and sometimes expensive. Crest Insurance gives you flexible options and solutions while saving you money. Insurance is not one size fits all, and at Crest, we find the coverage that's best for you and your family. Visit us online at www.crestins.com or call us toll-free at 888-881-5765. There's a place in our house. For 70 years, Benjamin Supply has been keeping Tucson flowing. Hygiene is our business. We help you achieve extreme clean. Minimize germ spreading with a hands-free sensor faucet. Forget the paper panic with a washlet seat. And speaking of waterworks, a big thanks to plumbers for their essential efforts during this health crisis. Shop our downtown showroom by appointment. Call us at 777-7000 or see all the products online at BenjaminSupply.com. Thanks to Benjamin Plumbing Supply. 
It's those guys from Tucson Appliance Company, the, the best appliance company in Tucson. For the month of July, we're going to donate 2% of our sales to a local charity from in-stock purchases. Come shop at our store and work with our amazing sales team. Dustin, David, Brian, Alex, Jermaine, and Peter. You can choose from a list of local charities for us to donate to. The only way we can give back is if you shop local. Only at Tucson Appliance, where our low price is your priority. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez. The summer breezes the last couple of days have been pretty good. It's been it's been actually even pleasant to go outside at night. Yes, you know? so yes. You might even pick up a club and go play. Nah, you know, I'm getting ditched this weekend. My son's not going to play golf with me because he's got he's playing with his buddies tomorrow. So, yeah, you know, I'm I'm... You know, you're, 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 I'm the last minute fill in, right? Yeah, you're the last minute, but it's okay. You got baseball now. There's baseball, and you know, you got golf. I got to do some yard work this week. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. Hey, uh, we've been busy. We've been busy. What's up with next week's guest? We're yeah, we've got a whole up. bunch of get. We, we've got them lined up for next week. So um, on on Monday, we've got Mike Lude and Bert Kinner, two guys that have been deeply involved in college uh, football, particularly, you know, in, in the Tucson area with, you know, they've been uh, in, a big part of getting the bowl games here. Um, Bert's been, uh, you know, he's been a representative for a number of U of A athletes coming out of coming out of school and going to the pros. Mike Lude, uh, you, know, uh, you know, he's a college football Hall of Famer. and Former and, uh, AD uh, at former Washington. Former AD at Washington, and I think he was the WAC commissioner. I don't know. I'm not. I, yeah. I, I should have looked that up before I said that. But you know, just guys who've been deeply involved, and they've you know they've got some ideas and some thoughts about what's happening with college football. Right, and right, I think right. even beyond the the COVID thing, in terms of how to deal with a number of the issues that that have cropped up. So we're going to have that conversation on Monday. And then on Tuesday, uh, we're going to bring in Brian Jeffries, mm -hmm. who's uh, the voice of the Wildcats and forever and ever. I mean, he was he was doing it back when I was covering, you know, stuff for the Star, and he was pretty young at it at that yeah, point. Yeah, he just arrived in like yeah, eighty seven. Now, he, now he's an old guy like us, and his, and still at it. And you know, for me, you know, when I you know when I go to other other stadiums when I, you know, go to USC or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, I, I always listen to the radio broadcast, not because. I want to listen to their announcers just because I, li I, you know, I listen to the game so that if somebody's hurt, I know why they got hurt. Yada yada yada. Brian's the best in the business. Mm -hmm. I, I've no, I, I don't think I've heard any, at least a Pac-12 announcer that I thought was better than him. And now that we can listen to whatever games, you know, online and stuff like that, you mm -hmm. know, through various apps and stuff like that, Brian's the best. And what I love about Brian is that. While you know he's pulling for Arizona and you know he gets excited about Arizona, he's not the homer of you know that Arizona right, has. Right. He's not the guy that's complaining about every flag that gets thrown against Arizona or every call that goes against and that's, him. Let me tell you something. That's very rare. That's very rare. incredibly rare. And and there are some announcers that are you just you 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 just want to turn them off right, right. because they're complaining about every you know they're like the fan in the seats. Sure. And uh, to me, you know. Growing up listening to Vin Scully, who, you know, was a, the Dodger announcer, and you, if you didn't know he was a Dodger announcer, you wouldn't know what team he was. Yeah, he and was that's with. how it should be. And that's how I always thought. 
broadcaster should be. Right, right, right. So that'll be good. That's he's going to actually cross over and yeah. visit with us. So we he's going to come and I talk want to talk about some of the great. He's got some great stories. Oh. I know he does. Yeah, I'd love to go uh, through some of that stuff. But and like that. want to get some of his perspective on 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 particularly college football. You know, it's that's part of his livelihood. Mm-hmm, so yeah, mm-hmm. the last thing he wants to happen is this football season go to spring <laughs> because you you'll never basketball <laughs> spring this that whoever. I mean, he's done that a few times where there's, where there's been race. a basketball game and then he's hustled back to do a football game. This will so, be every day, yeah. every week. All right. And, so, then, and then we're going to have one more guest, uh, Mark Harlan, who's now the athletic director at Utah, but, you know, he cut his teeth at Arizona. He was a, he was a graduate assistant uh, on the football team under Dick Tomey, uh, made his way up as a fundraiser at Arizona, went to UCLA as an assistant athletic director, uh, became the athletic director at South Florida f- for a year or two. And now he's at Utah. And, uh, again, another perspective from outside of Arizona in terms of what's going on that could affect Arizona. Mark, and Mark's, Mark's a fun guy. He's a, he's a great guy. He, he played a joke on me yesterday when I reached out to him. I, I sent a text to um, what I thought was his phone number, and I got a text back that said, wrong number. And so I was starting to text an apology, and then he said he, he was just kidding, and, <laughs> and it was him. So that's the kind of guy he is. He's a fun guy and, uh, you know, doing a good job over at Utah, you know, and he's got, he's got that program in, in really good shape in, in all sports. And so, um, yeah, looking forward to having him next week. Not sure what day we're going to have him because there's some other guests that we're trying to line up, but uh, right. all three of those will be uh, next week. Right, right. No, so we're trying to get into that bubble of the NBA yep. to have him talk about next week. It starts already. Yeah, the NBA starts uh, uh, next Thursday. There's there's a couple of games on Thursday, and then the rest of the teams get going on Friday. So, one more sport that we add to the to the menu, and uh, you know, it should be a lot of fun. And you know, a lot of a lot of stuff going on over there in, in Florida. A lot of stuff. Right, and there's a lot of former U of A guys in the bubble uh, and coaches. Right, we've seen them here. So there's always. This time of year is always kind of crazy for well, not this time of year. Basketball season is always crazy, right? And right. and this is an extension of that. Exactly. We'll see what happens. So I'm 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 interested to see if we can get a hold of somebody who can come and give us a firsthand perspective on what that's like over there because the stories you see, you're, you know, you're, you see other guys get interviewed on some of these national talk shows and stuff like that, and it's uh, it's interesting to see what they're going through. Right, right. Uh, another quick. Uh, we said before the show started, it was a long, slow week. But again, these hours go real quick. They do, they do, and we've had a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about, and you know, just winging it today. And um, but you know what? Without sports, we still had plenty. To, we've had plenty to talk about all summer long. And uh, now we're slipping into the games. We have a week before the uh, schedules will be officially announced. I would assume that the schedules will kind of s- uh, s- uh, sneak out before that. Yeah, don't you? Yeah, think? I think we're going to start. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you know J- John Wilner got the you know got the heads up on, on what the Pac-12 was doing, and whether we get the exact schedule, I don't know. But you know, certainly. A looks like you know september 19th is our target date for uh pac-12 football to get started if all things are good if things remain you know if we keep apparently the direction that we're going right now is good enough so if we keep going in this direction and maybe flatten out the curve the so-called curve that you know we'll see some football uh in september no curves no curves (laughs) no curves spongebob body here we go thanks thanks jake all right everybody have a great weekend we'll be back on monday thanks